0: Welcome to Pathway to Faith with Bishop Steve Howell. Turn your expectations high as you receive the word from our man of God. Prepare yourself to hear a life-changing message. Let's tune in now. Tonight, I want to minister just briefly, if I can. I want to minister on uh, being blindsided. Being blindsided. There's There's been a lot. That has happened in recent days where not just us as a people or, or community or even a state, but in many cases, our whole nation and the world has been blindsided by one incident after another incident after another incident. Not many days ago, we were blindsided in Buffalo, New York, where a guy drove, I believe they said close to, hundred and something, 200 miles to a predominantly area, predominantly uh, a community that was predominant by a certain group of people to to wreak havoc on that community. And it blindsided that community. That community is in an uproar today, still searching for the answer to be healed. And right in the midst of being blindsided in Buffalo, New York, we got blindsided uh, in... Val, what is it? Valdez, Texas. Valdez, Texas, where a gunman, an 18-year-old gunman, went into an elementary school and killed 19 children and two teachers. The the Texas, the the whole state of Texas, our nation has been blindsided. How a young man, 18 years old, uh, not even old enough to go into a liquor store and buy liquor, but he can go to a Uh, What do you call those places? A gun store and purchase an AR-15. Now, I'm a military man. I'm a Vietnam veteran. All five of my sons are military guys. And listen to me. AR-15s belong on the battlefield, not on the city streets, not in your neighborhood and not in your community. It's a crime that they're literally being sold in this nation. Isn't it amazing? We've been so blindsided. We are 3% or less of the total world's population, yet we consume or we own and control over 50% of all the guns in the world, private private arms. And then we wonder why these things are happening and they are gonna continue to happen until we address the real issue that is causing these problems within our community. I know they're saying that it is related to mental illness. And I'm not saying there's not a mental illness part that's in in, in a part of this, this total, this total package of of what is happening in our nation, but they can do all the psychological uh, uh, counseling that they want to. And it still won't end this, this, this craziness that we are experiencing in our country because the main element that is behind this madness is Satan, the devil, Lucifer himself. And so we can we can have counsel with Congress and we can have sessions with the Senate and we can we can even have special visitations pres- from the president of the United States. But until we acknowledge as a nation that there is a real devil and that he is loose. Committing havoc, amen, and crime and destruction wherever he is allowed will never be able to address this dilemma that has affected our nation. And so because we are failing to realize the real culprit behind all of this madness, we're getting blindsided after blindsided after blindsided. Go, go ahead and put up my first, my first nugget. I got several today and then I'll get busy. Nugget number one, please. Ready let's read together. Amen. Come on in your living room, your bedroom, your dining room, wherever you're watching this in your in your office cubicle. But let's say it together. It's time to sharpen your spiritual sight. It's time, come on, to sharpen your spiritual sight. Number 2 please. There is more in this life than what can be seen. That's what I'm trying to convey to you now and to America, that this madness that is going on in this country and notice it's intensifying. It's not happening every now and then. It's happening on a regular basis and everybody's confused. They're confused because they're failing to recognize or acknowledge that there is such a thing as a devil in the spirit world, that he is behind all of this chaos. Not God, the devil is behind all of this disaster. Now, God gets blamed for it, but this madness is the devil's doing. Nugget number number two, let's read again. There is more in this life than what can be seen. You agree with that? Nugget number three, let's read it. The warfare is spiritual. That's what Texas need to know. That's what Congress needs to know. That's what the Senate needs to know. And that's what our president of the United States need to know. With all of their ingenuity, with all of their think tanks and all the other kind of tanks they got, they they need a spiritual tank because this thing is spiritual. And to win, you must have, somebody say must have, you must have spiritual power. Oh, Jesus. Nugget number four. Without a proper understanding of the spirit world or the spiritual world, you will be in a fight unprepared or untrained. You'll be ill-prepared. Without a proper understanding of the spiritual world, you will be in a fight unprepared, cause you're in a fight. But to fight and win, you must be trained, you must be knowledgeable on how to function In the spirit realm, nugget number five, nugget number five, ready? Read. There are spiritual laws that operate in the universe and God set those spiritual laws in motion. And here's the powerful thing. Even Satan must play by those rules. God have mercy. There are spiritual laws that operate in the universe that God set in motion. And Satan, whether he wants to or not, he must play by the rules. Jesus, nugget number six, and I'll close with this one. The fight that we're in is fixed and you only lose if you quit. God of mercy. We can go home now, can't we? The fight that we're in, we're in a fight, but the fight that we're in It's fixed, and you only lose if you quit. Would you tell somebody, don't quit, even if you have to tell yourself? Would you tell somebody else or tell yourself again, no matter what it looks like, don't quit? Would you tell yourself again, shout it out loud, no matter what it looks like, like, don't don't quit. quit, quit. Hallelujah. Blindsided. So we were blindsided in Buffalo, New York blindsided with the gas prices. I don't think I uh, gas prices have ever been this high in my lifetime. Now, some of you, you don't remember this, but I remember when gasoline was 19 cents a gallon. <laughs> Somebody shout out hallelujah at me. There's what they're saying. It was before my time, <laughs> but, but we, we were blindsided. Come on. We are blindsided by gas prices. We've been blindsided by food prices. I mean, I mean, come on now. Six buffalo wings cost you $50. Come on now. When you see the price, you lose your hunger. Just, just, it's just, we've just been blindsided on every hand. I mean, we can go on and on and on. You go into the store and $100 may get you three items. We've been blindsided. Some of you have been blindsided with your investments. The stock market just almost crashed. Some of you went to bed. Your stocks were strong. You woke up the next morning and your, your, your savings was, was half the value. Blindsided. Oh, Jesus. Getting ready to prepare. Thought she was going to prepare next week to retire and got blindsided. Jesus. Am I talking to somebody? Because there is more in this life than what can be seen. It's time to sharpen our spiritual sight. Say that with me. It is time for me, for us, to sharpen our spiritual sight. Let's go to Ephesians chapter 6. Blindsided. Ephesians chapter 6. Number six, look at verse 12. If you're there, say amen. I can't hear you in your house. Yeah, I heard somebody in the living room now. Amen. Look at verse number 12. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. Now hold on, let's 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 not read this too fast. Let's let's read it again. For we do not wrestle, come on, against flesh and blood. But notice It didn't say you didn't wrestle. So for the mere fact, the Bible is saying that there's a wrestling match going on. That means you have an opposing opponent. That means that whatever you try to do that's good, whatever you try to do that's godly, you have opposition. And Paul says by the Holy Ghost, this opposition is not flesh and blood. In other words, this, this wrestling, this opposition is not a fight with you and I, but we sometimes act like our fight is with one another. Paul said the fight is not the pastor and the congregation. That's, that's not the real culprit that's causing the confusion and the division that, that the real culprit is, is not the congregation with the pastor. Are you all listening to me? I'm not stopping you from making the progress that you need to make in the things of God. Your opposing enemy is not your pastor. So stop fighting me and stop fighting one another. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. Look what he goes on to say, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly or high places. Are you listening to me? This is spiritual. And to win, you must have spiritual power. Say, to win, I must have spiritual power. Jesus. Clearly, there is a demonic world around us and it is manifesting itself at this present hour. Notice the title of the teaching tonight is called blindsided, blindsided by the manifestation of demonic power that people are being blindsided and carried away into all kinds of cults and religions and isms with false beliefs. This is the work of the enemy, Satan and his demonic host. You've never seen so many isms in all your life. Mysticism, Buddhism, Hinduism, all other kind of isms and people are being carried off into these false teachings. I mean, men and women who are standing up teaching being inspired by a demon. And the church doesn't know because she's lacking spiritual discernment. Somebody help me, please. Evil forces working against the believers in Jesus Christ. There are evil forces that are working against your family. There are evil forces that are working against your marriage. You can't take a vacation. You can't take time off to fight for your marriage, to fight for your family. There are evil forces that are endeavoring to destroy your children. There are evil forces that are trying to stop you and trying to stop the kingdom of God. There are evil forces against a church that Jesus Christ ordained. If that ministry wasn't birthed out of a man, wasn't birthed out of a woman, wasn't birthed out of a group because they had a good Bible study, But that church was birthed out of the spirit of God, where God ordered that church, amen, that local body of believers. If God's ordained it, Satan hates it. And he will do everything he can to try to stop it. And the way he tries to stop it is he tries to operate through people to cause division, to cause strife. That's why the word of God says, above all else, guard your heart. You can't afford to get offended because when you get offended, you don't hear right. I mean, there's been people who said, I've said things that I've never said, and I'm wondering, how could they say I said that? But they heard me with offended ears. So they heard something that I did not say. Jesus, are you listening to me? And don't feel sorry for me, it'll same thing will happen to you. A wife get offended at the husband. The husband get offended at the wife. The children get offended at the parents. The parents get offended concerning the children. And they can hear something that the person didn't even say. Because they're listening with offended ears. Is this helping anybody at all? And so evil forces are working against the believers in Jesus Christ. That was an evil force that was operating in Texas. And that same demon that's operated down there in Texas will operate. It'll show its head somewhere else. And the sad part about it, it doesn't take long until the church rises up and realize that we're in a battle, that there's a devil loose. And the only one who can hold him in check is the person who has spiritual power. Somebody say spiritual power. And so in Dallas, Texas, or outside of San Antonio in Valdez or Valdez, Texas, there's a lot of heartache down there, yes? I mean, there's a lot of heartache, a lot of, a lot of painful, painful hearts tonight, a lot of suffering because of this unexplainable tragedy, not only in Texas, but all around the world. They're fighting. There's people, there's a war going on right now, and somebody's going to lose their dad. Somebody's going to lose their mother, their auntie, their uncle tonight because a man opposing another man. And I'm just simply saying, those are not two men opposing one another. That's the devil. Because if it was the spirit of God, they would walk in love and sit down at the table and settle their differences. Can somebody say amen to this truth? Satan, he is the cause of this great problems that we're experiencing in the world. Satan is behind all of the chaos and the killing and the destruction that we're experiencing, not only in our nation, but in other nations around the world. Are you with me? For the Bible says that Jesus came, that we might have what? That we might have life. My brothers and my sisters, For those of you who have experienced a tragedy in your family, maybe you lost a loved one, you got blindsided, and somebody would try to tell you that God took them, and now you're you're battling with, with hurt and pain and offense in your heart at God, that if God is really God, why did he take my sister, why did he take my brother, why did he take my mother, why did he take my father? And it's breeded confusion and resentment. And I want you to know tonight that the God I serve, the God of this Bible, he did not kill your loved one. There's a, there's a thief, there's a murderer, there's, 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 there's an enemy. And the Bible says that he walketh about as a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. The Bible says that Satan comes to kill, to steal, and to destroy. But Jesus said, I have come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. So death is an enemy, and God did not take your loved one. No more than the God took my daddy when I was 17 years old. My daddy died. I found him dead when I was 17 years old because there's a devil loose. And until somebody check him, he will continually to reap havoc like he's reaping. But he's being exposed tonight. Let's go to 1 Peter with the few moments that I have left. Let's go to 1 Peter. First Peter chapter five, and let's look together at verse number eight. Did I make it clear tonight that God didn't kill your loved one? Now I know your favorite news station might blame it on God and call it an act of God, but it's not an act of God. It's an act of the devil. God doesn't destroy people's homes. God doesn't send a wind and destroy your community. God doesn't kill your mother, your father. God is not a killer, he's a giver of life. He is so into giving life that he offers through his son Jesus eternal life. Good God of mercy. Are you in first Peter chapter five? Look at verse number eight as we close. Look what it says. He says, be sober, be vigilant. Come on, talk to me because your adversary, do you understand that church? You have an adversary, and that's not your pastor. Your adversary is not your wife. Your adversary is not your husband. Your adversary is not your children. Now they may have a demon and need to be delivered, but your spouse, in and of themselves, is not your problem. Some woman, some some wife watching now said, "Say say that, say that." But but that's not your problem. L- look at this. He says, "Be sober, be vigilant." Because your adversary who the devil walks about like a roaring lion seeking, come on, whom he may devour without a proper understanding of the spiritual world. As I said earlier, nugget number four, you will be uh, ill-equipped, ill-prepared for this spiritual battle that we all are in as people of the most high God. There's a spiritual law that I shared with you earlier that operates in the universe that God set in motion and even Satan himself must, must abide by it. Go to 1 Peter again. Look at it again. Listen to it. Listen to 1 Peter chapter 5, verse number 8. Listen to it in the Message Bible. Stay alert. The devil is poised to pounce and would like nothing better than to catch you napping. Ooh, Jesus. Is this good? Yes, sir. He would like nothing better. Than to catch you napping. Smack somebody upside the head. and Tell them to wake up. Wake up. Ain't no time to sleep now. Yeah, Sa- Satan would like nothing better. Than to catch you napping. Uh, on, on the block. They say. They, they use the term. Catch you slipping. Yeah. Yeah, sir. Satan would like nothing better than to catch you slipping. Glory to God. I said, is this good? Now uh, listen to this. The Bible says, and Satan like a roaring lion, Uh like a roaring lion, characteristics like a roaring lion. He's not a lion, but he has characteristics like a lion. There's only one lion, the lion of the tribe of Judah and that's Jesus. But Satan is an imitator, and he walks around as a roaring lion. Notice what the Bible says, seeking whom he may devour. So that lets us know he can't just devour anybody. You have to be in a certain position for him to devour you. You have to have a certain mindset for him to devour you. You have to be in a certain location for the devil to be able to devour you. So he walketh about as a roaring lion trying to find a believer who's out of position. Now, we know this about the, king, the, the animal kingdom with the lion, that the lion never attacks an animal that stays with the group. A lion never attacks another animal that stay with the herd. Or let me put it this way, church way the devil never attacks a person he can never devour a person if they stay with the family S- stay in the fold oh jesus stay in the house stay in the assembly stay in the body yeah yeah oh jesus and so satan j- j- just like the lion the lion will follow a herd for days for days he will follow in, out in the animal kingdom. He'll just follow the herd and he, he'll wait a long time waiting for uh, somebody in the herd to, uh, get an idea to wander off. Uh, or, or look for somebody who can't keep up. Oh, Jesus. Ooh, God. So you gotta keep up. But, but he's waiting for an opportunity for somebody to stay away from church because they don't feel like they need to come to the physical house of God anymore. Yeah, yeah. They, they've deviated away from the herd. Preach, boy, preach. Yes, sir. Uh, they, they feel like that they're safe all by themselves. But the Bible says we're safer together. Yes, Our security is being together. Yes, and so Satan tries to isolate you. Somebody need to help me tonight. So so he waits for somebody to get curious and wander a little distance away from the others. That's when the lion attacks. That's when he attacks. He attacks when he can attack you and there's nobody around who can help you. Oh, preach boy. Remember, Satan can gain access into your life only by intrusion, or by legal ground and intrusion always happen from the outside in intrusion always happens from the outside in. Amen. Satan does have the power to overpower us. I'm going to say it again. I know I'm messing with your theology. Satan does have power. To overpower us. As a matter of fact, we don't have to argue about it. I mean, there's a whole lot of Christians you're watching Satan overpower their lives. And he wouldn't be able to do it if he didn't have power to do it. Satan has power to overpower your life. But he does not have the authority to do so. He has power, but he doesn't have authority. Ooh, Jesus. Jesus gave us the authority and authority rules power. Good. God of mercy preach, boy. Authority commands power. Authority commands power. Power doesn't command authority. Authority commands power. Jesus, there's a war going on right now. Of uh, the, the president of Russia, he's not on the battlefield. He's not out there fighting. He doesn't have the power within himself to go out there and and conquer his enemy, but he got authority. And with his authority, he sent power. Are you listening to me? Well, as a child of God, you and I, we have all power and all authority. Jesus said, I've given you the keys to the kingdom. Though Satan does have power to overpower us, he doesn't have authority. And when we stand up and use that name that is above every name, we can cancel every assignment that he has assigned to our marriage, to our family, to our finances, to our health, to our children, to our future. Oh, Jesus. Oh, anybody getting blessed tonight? Say this with me. Authority. Authority. Commands power. And I have authority. Authority. Commands power. And I have authority. Jesus Christ. My elder brother. My kinsman's redeemer. He gave me authority. And power. Over all the works of the devil. Hallelujah. And so I stand here today. Declaring that I can do all things. Through Christ, come on, you sitting long enough in your living room, your bedroom, you need to stand up and say this now. Say, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I'll not yield to a spirit of fear, for God has not given me a spirit, but of love and power and a sound mind. And in the name of Jesus, I'll not be blindsided by the enemy. For I know all things because I have an unction from the Holy Ghost. In Jesus' name, your blindsided days are over. The Webster Dictionary said blindsided means to be hit unexpectedly from. An area in which one fails to exercise judgment or discernment. But your blindsided days are over because we walk in the Spirit. Because we walk a walk that is sensitive to the Holy Spirit of God. Our blindsided days are over. Say it with me again. I can do all things through Jesus Christ who strengthens me. Wow, what an amazing message. Thank you for listening to our Pathway to Faith broadcast. If you're ever in the Kansas City metro area, join Bishop and Dr. Howe at Harvest Church International Outreach, 4300 North Corrington Avenue, Kansas City, Missouri, 64117. Or catch our services live online at www.harvestchurchkc.org. Be blessed.